Welcome to Friday's Digest podcast, Season 1, Episode 9. Today we're going to discuss why is it so hard to learn something new after the age of 35, and we're going to touch on two studying tools that changed my life. We'll begin with a little bit of background. Remember the days when you were in school or in university? Back then, studying seemed more straightforward, right? I'm not saying it was easy, but during those times, prepping for a test basically just meant sitting on a chair and getting it done. You could have between six or even seven hours every single day, or even go for a 12-hour marathon on weekends just to study. You had the time. And back then, your main obstacle was having the self-discipline to sit yourself on a chair. Seriously, how challenging could it be for a 20-something-year-old person to absorb new knowledge, right? And then you can fast-forward a decade or two or even more, and here you are, in your late 30s, 40s or more. You sit down to study, and suddenly, it's like fighting something really hard you just can't study. Why is that? So, first of all, you're completely drained. You had a long day at work, you just want to rest. And if you have kids, your daily marathon also includes tending your kids, and it doesn't end until they are asleep. So, imagine that it's 8.30 p.m. or 9 p.m. or even later than that. You still haven't eaten a real dinner or took a shower, and you just want to get some studying done right? This is the subject of today's podcast. You want to learn something new, but it's 8.30, 8.30. Then what do you do? Either you maximize your time and multitask, like study while you eat, or you decide to take it easy. You wait until after you're done with everything. You ate your dinner, you took a shower, it's 9.30, 10 p.m. And by the time you're done with all that, you're so sleepy and the shower even makes it worse, you're very, very sleepy. You just want to go to bed. And even if you don't want to go straight to bed, all you want to do is scroll your phone a little bit or read a book and then fall asleep. So what do you do? You want to study. So either you try studying when you're really sleepy and become frustrated because it's late and you're tired and nothing goes in, your brain just doesn't work. Or you give up, and then you go to bed filled with regret for not doing what you intended to do. Sounds like a nightmare, right? So that was the first reason you get to these impossible late hours at night and can't do it. Second of all, your brain is not what it used to be. Let's admit that. Picture this. Somehow, somehow you found time to study and you're not too tired. Okay, this is our new scenario. You found time to study and you're not too tired. You sit down to study, but it doesn't go well. Why is that? Why for some reason around the age of 35, sometimes even earlier than that, the brain becomes more resistant to taking new information? So what do you do? You just try harder? But what does try harder mean? With all the stress, responsibilities, and lack of sleep in your 30s or 40s, or more than that, simply try harder doesn't work. So you have two problems here. You get to the stage of actually trying to study something when you're really tired, and when you do that, even if you're not tired, 
your brain is just not cooperating with you. So let's tackle this. We have a problem. You're tired and your brain is uncooperative. And we have the solution. The solution is what I want to discuss today with you. I want to discuss the two tools I use on a daily basis to study when I'm in my 40s. Okay, I'm not talking about tools that I use when I was in my 20s or 30s. I want to talk about tools that I use when I'm having the trouble of finding time to study and having an uncooperative brain. First, how did I discover these tools? So just like you, I was there. I was there in the 8.39 p.m. hell. You know, the one of falling asleep in front of your computer after an exhausting day and becoming frustrated. There's no way in the world that I could have done what I did back in high school or when I was 20-something. There was no way. I had to change my strategy because, honestly, I had no alternatives. I started med school at 39. I was 39. And it put a lot of stress on my schedule. Failing tests meant losing time, losing money, and postponing my future plans. I just couldn't afford it. Failing was not a real option. And on top of that, how many years can my dear wife and kids have a student as a husband and a father? How long can they see their husband and father go to school? And how long can I earn less because I don't have enough time to work? So I had to find a way to pass my test and learn something on the way, right? My daily schedule was crazy. I had med school until afternoon from morning, early morning to late afternoon. And I had my job as an oral maxillofacial surgeon at the hospital. I had my private practice and I had my role as a scientist. How can I pass tests under these circumstances? So I changed my approach. The approach of just sitting in front of the computer at those late hours, just trying to get something into your brain. I had to change something. So I changed two things. I changed the way I perceive time and I changed the way I study. And that simply changed my life. Today, I would like to share these tools with you so you won't have to go through everything I went through on my way to discovering them and use them. First of all, we're going to touch on how you can change the way you perceive time. And I like to call it third space time. What do I mean by that? What is third space time? So imagine your day segmented, divided into three types of time. The first space time is for work or study. The second space time is for leisure, lounging. And the third space time is all those moments in between. Those tiny pockets of time during walks, waiting in line, time between patients if you're a doctor, time between classes if you're a student or a teacher, the time walking up the stairs, the time when you're, I don't know, on hold on the phone. You got the picture. All these tiny pockets of time in between. Now, some of you may prefer to study later in the day, and that's all well and good, but it's not working for you anymore, right? You get to those terrible 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. hours, and it simply doesn't work, right? Studying after the hectic day can never, never beat the productivity you can achieve in the morning. Studying in the morning is simply more productive and enjoyable. Right now, 
I can hear, I can hear you, okay? I can hear the murmurs. What are you talking about? I'm at work in the morning. How possibly can I study while I'm at work? Well, yep, you're at work early in the day, I know. But you can find the time. How much? Every single minute you can find. Every single minute. Where can you find those single minutes? In between everything you do. The third space-time. The third space-time, the in-between time that most people ignore. You'll be shocked, simply shocked, to see that you can find between an hour and two hours of third space-time before lunch. Okay, you'll be shocked. And since taking a break is part of your studying, you study better if you take breaks, if you can find five pockets of one minute, one minute here, one minute there, and you five five pockets like this, totaling five minutes, okay? It's much better than finding a single pocket of five minutes because between the one minute you study for one minute and then do something else at work, and then you study for another minute and then you stop. It sounds unproductive, right? But no, it's so productive because between those minutes, your mind has the time to assimilate the knowledge, to work on it. This is the time where the connection between your neurons, between your brain cells form. So every single minute, every 10 seconds you can find is gold. Regarding the one minute slots better than a five minute single slot, I'll talk about it in the next section. It's called spaced repetitions, but let's put that aside for now. Bottom line of this section, you need to fight to find those minutes and you will be amazed to find how much time you can find in your morning hours. So the first thing we touched so far is how I changed the way I perceive time. And our second topic or the second tool I want to share with you is how you need to change the way you study, how to harness the power of flashcards. I use an app called Anki, A-N-K-I. It's a flashcard app. This app simply changed my life, plain and simple. But first of all, let's discuss what is a flashcard. So it's a two-sided card. On one side, you have a question, and on the other side, you have an answer. Studying what's on the card involves looking at the question, trying to answer it, and then flipping it to the other side to see if you got it right. If you want to learn more how to use Anki cards, I will link the video where I show you how to install the Anki cards and I also talk about the next topics I'm going to touch on, spaced repetitions and active recall. So you can watch this video to get a better understanding how this app looks. The goal of using the flashcards is called active learning. Anki cards app enabled me to make the most of my third space time. Whenever I got 10 seconds or 20 seconds, I just pulled up the app and learned something. But it's much more than that. Because of this app, it takes me half, half the time to learn something new. I'll say that again. Because of this app, it takes me half the time to learn something new. You heard that right. Let's do an experiment. Take the 20 plus year old Chai and the current 40-plus-year-old Chai, and give them both something to study. I guarantee 
that the 40 plus year old chai will do it in half the time, okay? Better than the younger, less tired brain. And do you want to hear something crazy? 40 plus year old chai will remember it for years, for years, while 20 plus year old chai will just forget what he learned after a few weeks. 40 plus year old chai will retain the information for much longer. And since I started to use the Anki software and I use it every single day, studying takes me half the time and I remember everything I learn for years to come. Now, you might ask, how is it possible? Okay, uh, we started with you sitting at the desk, me sitting at the desk for, you know, 8.30, 9pm, nothing goes in, I go to sleep, I don't study anything new, I'm filled with frustration, regret, and now you tell me, now you tell me that actually you do it in half the time and you do it better than Shai who is half your age? That's ridiculous. So, how is it possible? Simple. The Anki app makes you study using the most productive methods out there. Active recall and spaced repetitions. So let's touch on these two methods, the active recall and space repetition. Let's start with active recall. It's actually easier to explain what active recall is not, okay? So when you read or highlight or summarize, these are all passive way of learning, okay? Passive ways of learning. And quite frankly, these methods the passive methods, the reading, the highlighting and summarizing are a waste of your precious time. Instead, what you need to do is engage your brain in a more rigorous exercise of questioning and answering, questioning and retrieving information from your brain, like using flashcards. This strategy establishes a stronger connection between your brain cells, your, the neurons we mentioned earlier on, so the connection between the neurons will be much stronger and you will study better and retain information for longer. That's active recall. Asking a question and answering it, not just reading it, not just summarizing, not just highlighting. Active recall. The second pillar of this method, again, the first pillar of the flashcards or the Anki card system was the active recall. So the second pillar is spaced repetitions. Spaced repetitions. What do I mean by that? So we already discussed how to establish a connection between neurons, those brain cells. Now you want to solidify this connection. You want to strengthen this connection. How are you going to do that? You want to revisit the subject over and over again. You want to repeat this question over and over again. But you don't just repeat the question. You want to repeat the question and answering the question, of course, in progressively longer intervals. Meaning, at first, you read the question, you see the answer. 10 minutes later, you see the question again. And then 30 minutes later, you see the question again. And then a few hours afterwards, and that's it for the day. The next day, you see the question, and if you got it right, you don't need to see it again the same day. You can see it in two days. And if you got it right, you can see it again in one week. And after that, one month. This is spaced repetitions. And those spaces between your repetitions 
grow longer and longer and longer as time goes by. But if you suddenly notice that you don't remember the answer and it's been a month since you saw this question last, so the next time you'll see it the next day and after that two weeks. So you can shrink those spaces in between. I won't go into all the fine details. Again, you can watch the video to better understand these concepts and also see the Anki app system at work. But in general, this is what we're talking about. Now, you may think how in the world can I keep track of all this? I don't have time to prepare cards, let alone make a schedule for every single card. There's no way. So you don't have to. The Anki app, the Flash Cards app that sits on your phone and on your computer is here to manage everything for you. All you need to do is study. I discovered Anki cards way too late. I discovered it in my last year of med school after about 20 plus years of training of university, residency, fellowship, you name it. All these years I studied in non-productive way. And with the Anki card system, everything changed. I wish, I just wish I could go back and tell younger shy about it. But instead, of course, we can't go back in time. I'm telling you, my listeners, about it. So do yourself a huge favor and start using it for studying. With that, we'll end our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see you in the next one. Have a great weekend.